Good morning, and welcome back to Margin. This morning, we're going to talk about choosing your lifestyle. So let's jump right into it. Welcome to the Millennial Margin Podcast. I created this personal finance resource out of necessity as I've watched countless people schedule away, mortgage up, and max out their lives. Margin is simply the antithesis, providing leeway in an increasingly marginless culture. If you want to build margin into your personal finances on a daily basis, this is the podcast for you. So when it comes to choosing the lifestyle you want to lead, You are especially influenced by those that you grew up with, with your upbringing, with your family, with your friends, coworkers, uh, you know, advertising at given points in time, you know, really influenced by those things that surround you. And so we're not surprised by this, but it's important to figure out what you have been influenced by and figuring out what limiting thoughts or limiting uh, aspects of your life, those limitations that have maybe been set in place uh, more so because of those around you who have limited you rather than uh, the limitations of what your actual capabilities are. And so it's important for you to look out at what it is you want to accomplish, what your lifestyle, your ideal lifestyle looks like, and figure out what the difference is between that ideal lifestyle and where you're at today. And then from there, you're able to make sure that you're making proper steps in the right direction. So I personally, for example, uh, prefer to live a much more simple life. So simple from a standpoint of I'm just more minimalistic uh, in my approach to life. Uh, I typically only buy things if they have a specific purpose and bring a level of enjoyment or utilitarian uh, use uh, to my life. So I, I just don't go window shopping. I don't uh, go out and buy things just to fill up space just for the fun of it. Uh, it's very much so intentional and and oftentimes to a fault. Uh, oftentimes my mindset goes to a place where if, uh, if I'm not buying something that uh, will either maintain or uh, or grow in value, then it's not worth buying. But that's not true. I mean, there's not, there's There's not a necessity to buying things that will maintain or grow in value with every purchase you make. And so that's just specific to me, but you'll want to look at how you want to live life and whether you want to live life from a standpoint of, of having a larger home with more things or whether you want to live a more simplistic or minimalistic life. And that is totally up to you. What I would encourage you though is to look at what items, what things, what experiences really do bring the most value to your lifestyle and, and focus in on those things. And, and oftentimes we can get distracted by our neighbors or by social media, by some type of advertising, uh, in regards to things that we are being told that we should buy, even if they don't really matter to us and figuring out, okay, what things do really matter to you and, Focus in on those. Focus in on buying high quality items of those things that really do matter to you. So oftentimes it's easy for people to look at purchases from a standpoint of how much it would cost them on a monthly basis, how much it would cost them from a payment standpoint. So they may look at how much their credit card minimum balance would increase by making a certain purchase. They may look at a car payment and how much that car car payment is on a monthly basis and whether that justifies the purchase. 
or they may look at a number of different purchases otherwise uh, and what that monthly payment would be. But I would encourage you to not just look at the monthly payment, to but to really look at what that item actually costs you and whether that cost associated to that item, that time, that energy, uh, that focus that that item needs uh, is actually worth it to you. So for example, if you buy a high-end sports car that requires not only that upfront cost uh, initially, but also a higher insurance premium, also premium gas and maintenance accordingly, uh, you may be just looking at, okay, what's the lease or what's the purchase payment on that vehicle without factoring in what it costs to actually maintain it, what it costs to actually drive that vehicle. And then in addition to that, what kind of hidden costs that you uh, along the way may not feel, but when you go to sell it, you will feel like depreciation. And so it's important for you to look at your life and lifestyle from a standpoint of those things that really do matter most to you and whether they add enough value to you specifically that they're worth the outlay of cost. So my question to you today is where are you when we're looking at an audit standpoint of looking at your lifestyle, take inventory, look at your lifestyle from a standpoint of what do you own, you know, or do you own stuff or does your stuff own you? You know, looking at whether you have assets that that surpass your liabilities, whether you are uh, actively pursuing the lifestyle you want to live, or if your decisions today are taking you further away from that lifestyle. But really taking a step back and looking at the lifestyle you live today and what things align with the ideal lifestyle that you want to have and what things need to go. And so that may be certain friendships that aren't edifying, that aren't uh, helpful in in, uh, pushing you forward and challenging you. It may be uh, certain behaviors or habits that you have. It may be uh, certain, uh, you know, spending, um, uh, you know, behaviors that you have, or, or it could be a number of other things, but really taking an inventory, taking an audit of your lifestyle today and really looking at where you're at. So I believe there's a lot of small components, small aspects, small experiences in life that bring a great deal of enjoyment to life, bring a great deal of satisfaction to life. And I would encourage you in the audit process to go through and look at those experiences that you really enjoy. And for me, what I really enjoy is being able to go on a Sunday afternoon and throw my headphones on and read for a few hours at a time. Now, the cup of coffee and maybe even the book uh, is is a pretty nominal cost, but it brings a great deal of enjoyment because it's doing something that allows me to rest after a long week, allows me to kind of recharge after a long week, and it adds a lot of value for me. And I'm sure for you, there's a number of things like that that bring a great deal of value that you may not have even recognized before. So as you're taking an audit of your lifestyle today and the lifestyle you want to have, you're going to be looking at the quality of life you have today, the quality of life that you want to have tomorrow, and you may also consider the amount of risk that you have taken on today and the amount of risk tolerance that you want to have for tomorrow. And so you may be looking at your asymmetrical risk-reward uh, approach, uh, you know, spoken you know, by you know, Ray Dalio and, 
and Tony Robbins and others. Uh, whereas, uh, you know, you, you don't want to take on any additional risk for the reward that comes, or you may be someone who sees it from a standpoint of, well, I have to take great risk in order to have reward. And you may, you know, hear that from an entrepreneur or a house flipper or someone else. Um, or you may, uh, really not want to, uh, take on a whole lot of risk, but you, uh, you want to take a more calculated approach to life and maybe you take certain risks in certain areas, but be a lot more cautious and careful, but actually knowing how much risk you want to take on is especially important. And it's important for you to know what your risk tolerance is and know how you want to live your life so that you're not inadvertently trying to live someone else's life when your risk tolerance is a lot higher or a lot lower accordingly. So even when you're looking at your lifestyle from a personal finance standpoint, it's also important for you to then outline the parameters of your finances and look at from a standpoint of your personal finances, how much debt you're willing to take on from a risk standpoint, whether you're willing to take on debt, uh, whether you want debt to fuel uh, income growth or 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 what your overall approach is. But really, when you're looking at your lifestyle, your ultimate lifestyle, you want to be thinking through risk. You want to be thinking about your finances. You want to be thinking about the type of life you want to, to live and the amount of stress you want to carry on a regular basis and really be mindful of and take cues from those things that seem light to you, that seem like you could step into that lifestyle without having undue added stress and making sure to take cues from the standpoint of, of, of what others are impressing upon you, what other people are, uh, are trying to influencing you in, and for you to be able to quickly identify that and figure out whether those influence, uh, you know, influences in your life, uh, have a voice to speak into the, the various aspects of the lifestyle you want to lead or not. And then being able to calibrate that accordingly and be able to know what voices you can listen to and which ones you can't. So lifestyle that you want to lead is really up to you and figuring out where you want to live. If you want to sit by the beach in St. Thomas or if you want to work a ranch up in Colorado, but figuring out what that lifestyle looks like and then being able to logically back that out to where you're at today and be able to figure out what steps need to look differently to reshape your reality. So my call to action today comes down to looking at where you're at in regards to your lifestyle, trying to figure out, okay, am I moving in the right direction? Am I moving towards my ultimate lifestyle or are my decisions, my habits, uh, my hangups, whatever they are, are they holding me back or pulling me back away from that life I want to live? Thank you for your time. Enjoy your day and we'll see you back here tomorrow. If this information is helpful to you, please do follow, visit millenniummargin.com or connect with me on Margin's social platforms.